you know, outside in February directing traffic, right. uh, wearing a short sleeve shirt. So <laughs> that's Good morning, everyone. Matt LaMarche here with Selling Sandy Springs in Keller Williams First Atlanta. Hope you guys are doing well on this Monday. Uh, I just wanted to provide a little bit different intro today uh, for today's story um, because this is a subject and, and an organization that's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, Mike Lindstrom is with the Sandy Springs Police Department and took just a little time for me to shoot this episode, which I'm eternally grateful for. But in addition, and certainly much more important than that, um, these men and women put their lives on the line for us every single day, just like hundreds of thousands of police officers uh, across this beautiful country. And so um, it was very important to me to be able to say that. But in addition, today's video will also include a donate link um, in the bottom here in the description that will allow you to donate to the Sandy Springs Police Benevolent Fund, which is very, very important for our community to be able to show these men and women just how important uh, they are to us. And so I hope that you will consider giving something to that fund today. Um, Mike, I can't thank you enough and all of the other men and women for the Sandy Springs Police Department that literally do put your lives on the line every single day for our safety and security. We just can't thank you guys enough for that. So with that, please enjoy. I'm Mike Lindstrom. I'm a captain with the Sandy Springs Police Department. Uh, we're sitting inside of our uh, fitness uh, facility. Uh, it's a gym that's been built out. Uh, we have uh, weights and exercise equipment on the bottom floor and then on the top floor we have an area where we do uh, our cardio exercises. Gotcha. Very cool. And we'll give everyone a pan around. This is a state-of-the-art, I would call it, <laughs> at least. Um, so in addition to being a police officer, I know you've also cameoed as uh, the greatest showman and a couple other uh, positions, worn a couple other hats yeah, around the city. But right. Um, well, you know, I've been in this area, uh, well, I've been with Sand Springs Police Department since we started in, in 06. Of course, the city started in 05, uh, and then we started shortly after in 06. And prior to that, I was here at Fulton County. So the majority, if not all of my career, except for when I was a detective, I've been in the Sandy Springs area, <clears throat> about 20-something years. Wow. So, uh, you know, I've, I've, I know the area, I know the community, so I've been able to engage with that community, and with that engagement uh, has brought me uh, leadership Sandy Springs, and then with that I've had some uh, interaction with uh, the chamber, and uh, last year they asked to fill in as an MC, and uh, and then they asked me as part of that. I think after the fact, uh, if I would wear a costume, so <laughs> I had to ask a couple of people in my chain of command if that would be okay. But, uh, there really wasn't anything uh, inappropriate in sure. what we were doing, uh, and it's for a good cause, obviously. So yeah, yeah I put on the uh, greatest showman to start at the chamber event last year's gala. Uh, and then they wanted me to reprise that role at Movies by Moonlight <laughs> this year, so I did it again. Um, the first one was a little easier because it was indoors, and then the second one, uh, obviously, was summertime. So, yeah, a little warm. We had a lot a of fun warm. with it, definitely had a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, my son, of course, sees you every morning at carpool over at Mount Vernon uh, Presbyterian School, but even he walked up to me and said, I didn't know that uh, Police Officer Mike was the greatest showman, and I was like, well, 
he he's pretty talented. He can he could do a lot of different things. Right, right. <laughs> and you know that's the thing about uh, you know what we've been able to do with the police department is that we are small enough to where we have to wear many hats, uh, and with that you are able to engage with a lot of the different organizations, a lot of the schools. Uh, along with my career, I've been at Mount Vernon for, for over 20 years, I estimate. I'm not sure exactly my, but definitely the upper school wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, and then, then of course, in, in my years of being assigned here and there, you know, you make, uh, you make connections with, um, with, with Holy Innocence and with Weber School with all these private schools and then it goes without saying our relationship with Fulton County School System. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, we have to be uh, involved in these schools. And one thing I, I, met, I mentioned to uh, a group, uh, I think last year, uh, at Fulton County Schools was that they're your kids when they're in school, mm -hmm. but when they're out of school, they're our kids. Yeah. So it's good to have that relationship because it's the communication is just vital for our for for our ability to do our job. Sure, sure, and especially for continuity's sake. I mean, you know, obviously school safety is a big kind of glaring issue at this point. But um, talk a little bit about you know I, I know Fulton County has their own resource within, but um, talk a little bit about the partnership, not just with public but certainly with private that. Um, how that relationship works and how you guys are able to um, you know provide additional security right. and so on well each uh, our city uh, for the police department purposes our city is broken into two districts and each district has a, ca uh, a, a commander uh, I'm the commander of the north district there's a commander of the south district so and each of us has a sergeant and a, a officer that it specifically is assigned to uh, communicate with with the community as a whole uh, and obviously if you look at that there's just um, tons of things that we can do in the community mm -hmm. one of those things is the schools now everyone's concern is obviously uh, active shooter incidents um, you know especially at schools so what we've done over the years is we start with a, a class that we put on and when you specifically talk about the private schools because as you mentioned, Fulton County Schools has their own police department. So we communicate with them, but they have their way of, do, of how they conduct their, their business. So if you're talking, you know, you get into the private schools, what we've done with the private schools is we've uh, reached out to them and we've taught this class to all the faculty. And then the next step in that is then you start to drill. And so then you get the teachers involved and the faculty involved, and then the students are involved. So everyone is, and the parents obviously are brought into the loop and they're mm -hmm. all, the, the school communicates uh, to them what, what we're doing. Um, but the idea behind that, number one is, obviously we're not, and we don't want any kind of an event like that right. happening in the city. So if you look around, drive around for a few minutes, you should see a Sandy Springs police mm -hmm. car. And if, that should be step number one as right. far as the return. Then you go to the next level as far as all this training in the hopes that you never need to use it. Right. However, they're ready, mm -hmm. uh, and in their mind, they're going through these drills. And we are out there several times a year, uh, and we have to do it every year because every year there's a there's a new batch of students mm -hmm. in these schools. Um, but it's constantly the training, 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 and then you know hopefully uh, 
they understand if, if we ever do need to do anything like that. Uh, it's there. Yeah. Well, tell us a little more about uh, you uh, personally and kind of your background, how you decided to become a police officer. That's a good question. Uh, well, I'm originally not from here. I get that question a lot and jokingly <laughs> I'll say, that someone might ask me where I'm from and I'll say, well, I'm from Alabama. And obviously, <laughs> I'm, not. I'm from Western New York originally, uh, but I've been down in the South um, probably almost as long as I was up North. Okay. So I went to college in Buffalo. Uh, and then shortly after that, I moved south because if you look at the weather up north right now, you, <laughs> you understand why I was just, you know, outside in February directing traffic, right. uh, wearing a short sleeve shirt. So <laughs> that's, that's the reason why I'm in the south. Compared to like negative 54 yeah. or whatever it was. <laughs> so there's, you know, obviously I, when I realized that it was my decision to make after college, uh, I, I decided that the south was going to be for me. Yeah. Um, so I came down, you know, you graduate from college and, you know, you just spend some years learning about maybe what you want to do with your life. And there's a quick question that, that you ask yourself is, do I now, do I really want to do this? Mm -hmm. And, and I didn't immediately become a police officer. I became a police officer when I was about 27 years old. Okay. So I, I waited a little bit, which I think beneficially was good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I would have been ready as some of these kids are starting their jobs at 22, 23 years old as a police officer. I don't know if I, I don't know if that would have been me. Mm -hmm. um, but I started at Fulton County. Uh, I worked here in North in uh, Sandy Springs essentially my my entire career, um, which afforded me the opportunity to meet the people here. So I say that because move forward to where we start with Sandy Springs and we get all these people from different agencies. I'm able to talk to them about what it's like working for Sandy Springs. And don't be surprised. I always uh, tell this story. Don't be surprised if someone pays for your dinner. And also don't be surprised if they don't stick around for you to thank them. Mm -hmm. We don't even know who those people are. Sure. So for all of those people, thank you if you've ever bought yeah. my dinner <laughs> or lunch and didn't stick around for me to thank you. I appreciate that. And that's another one of my statements that I'll tell the new guys that come to our town is, it's real easy to be a police in this town because people appreciate what we do. Mm. And when someone is thanking you for what you do mm -hmm. on a regular basis, it's real easy to do this job. Sure, sure. Uh, so, you know, it, and then you, you just kind of fast forward to where we're at right now. I'm, I'm a captain at Sandy Springs. I started as a detective. I, I made sergeant, then I made captain. My aspirations are obviously to go higher. I've been to the uh, FBI National Academy this past year, which was a, an experience that uh, you just even you can't even imagine. Uh, you know, people will tell you that it's just something that you'll never uh, forget, uh, and it'll always be something that, that you you hang your hat on, and you don't really think about it until you finish it, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You're in Quantico. You're you're running the trails that. Uh, Agent Sterling or Starling did in, uh, uh, you know, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's that kind of uh, wow. surreal feeling. Very so, cool. But here we are in, uh, you know, 2019. We just stood up the city springs. Um, I mean, there's buildings going up all over the place. Uh, you know, we're moving and, and growing. Our police department is moving and growing right along with the city. Mm -hmm. We're adding officers. We've added a bike unit. Um, it's just awesome to watch the growth of the city, but it's kind of cool for us and how we're growing with them. Mm -hmm. uh, 
personally, I kind of get excited because I'm in a role right now where I've, I'm getting older and don't want to accept that fact, but <laughs> I'm getting older and I'm looking at some of these young guys and it's, you know, the, you never, I never thought in my career that I would get uh, such pleasure out of teaching and mentoring mm. all these younger people. Mm. Uh, and you don't even realize you're doing it until they're just looking at you with, you know, the eyes of almost a child, sure. uh, just soaking in everything you're telling them. Uh, and then you start to think about how it is when you're talking to a child that you better make sure you're telling them the right information right. and sharing uh, things that are going to be helpful to them. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's, it's really flown by mm -hmm. these last, whatever it's been 13 years uh, that we've been a city or, you know, been a police department, been a city 13 years and it's just flown by. Mm -hmm. I can't even can't even imagine. Well, time flies when you're having fun, right? Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I, and, and, and thankfully, I've been, uh, you know, you, you stop every once in a while and you think, has there been a day that I don't want to go to work? Mm. And there really has. Yeah. You know, and as you get older and you think about what else could I do with my career or my life, and, you know, it hasn't hit me as yeah. far as, you know, this job. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, I have an old saying too, is that uh, when, and this really doesn't have anything to do with police work, but when I feel um, like it's not going to be a good day, I take a moment, I get, you know, before I start my day, I'm able to go in there and uh, see the kids at, at the school. Mm -hmm. And when I see the little kids, the five-year-olds or the six-year-olds, and I see them for a couple minutes and they are so happy mm -hmm. about everything, how can you be not happy about this? <laughs> yeah, well, and that's twofold, right? Because as you were talking about before, you've got the support of the community, right? And, and nationally, that has been a challenge for the last couple of years. But I think at least in our little micro or, you know, world here, um, you know, between the signs in people's yards saying that we support the police department to people buying those meals and coffees and Chick-fil-A and everything, you know, everything else that goes along. Um, you know, when you're grateful for what you do, period, every day, I think it gives you perspective and, and a day doesn't pass that you don't think about it. So that's really interesting, though, and I think it's a great exercise for all of us, especially with kids. I, I try to do the same thing that, like you said, wide eyed and <laughs> nothing can really bring them down, you know? Um, that's a great perspective. Um, so talk a little more about, um, you know, the community involvement as far as, um, you know, what, what we can do as a community to support the police department. Um, I think um, just in my, you know, last four or five years as a president of a homeowners association, people are always asking me, you know, what can we do? How can we get more patrols, you know? Um, we did have, you know, a ring of, uh, a ring of break-ins for a while. And, you know, when you live in a metropolitan area, it's just going to happen. It's just a matter of when, right? But talk to us a little bit about what the community can do to better support and assist with, you know, the police uh, operations within the city. Right. No, it's a great, great point. Um, we, you know, with that community engagement, that community involvement, it, it's so beneficial for us. Mm. Um, so it's that, that support that we get from the community is, is so helpful because when we reach out to like people like yourself who are, uh, you know, presidents of homeowners association, you, you get to a point where we can't communicate with everyone, but if we have those people that we can directly contact, 
and, and they're your spokespersons mm-hmm. for, for particular uh, neighborhoods, it helps us. Um, you know, last year our crime rate, knock on wood, went down again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and we almost ask ourselves, how are we doing this? Well, we're doing it because we're able to, to reach out to everybody that's that's uh, in the in our city mm-hmm. and and give them ideas or talk to them about the crime. And we're very, 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 if you don't know that already, transparent. And, mm-hmm. you know, starting with the city and then obviously we fall under the city's umbrella. And, and so we're, we're not trying to hide anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that we are constantly talking about is entering autos. It's our biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, we uh, the other captain and I in the districts we've been talking about how, why not just be almost over the top transparent as far as, um, and I've had some conversations with people to say, look, if you leave your laptop in your car, uh, where it's visible, it's going to be stolen. Right. Let's just call it that. I told you that on February 5th, <laughs> right. you know, 2019, it's gonna happen. So when it happens, I can say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I'm joking, Sure. but but it's the only way to, to tell people that this is what happens. We had, you know, I just read and we, we look at reports that, that happen and we share information constantly. Mm-hmm. So each day we get a report of what happened the night before. And you know, you read it, it's the same thing, you know, gentleman had his vehicle broken into well it wasn't broken into because the doors weren't locked so and a, and a handgun was taken from the mm-hmm. from the glove box that's that's now there's a handgun on the street right so i mean these are things that you know do we is it is it you know, something that we don't necessarily want to talk about i don't think so i no. think it's absolutely needs to be guys we we can as long as People leave things in their cars. People from other places are going to come to Sandy Springs because, hey, look around. Yeah. Look around at some of the some of the places that are in Sandy Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you are from an area in the Metro Atlanta area and you're thinking about where someone might have some valuable items to steal, Sandy Springs is probably one of the places that they're looking at. Yeah. Um, because of the, the wealth that we have and, mm-hmm. and just the, the businesses that are here during, you know, we have, um, gosh, I don't know what they estimate. You know, there's over 100,000 people that mm-hmm. live in the city. During the day, there's, what, a quarter of a million people <laughs> Two in to three hundred, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's uh, and then of course, traveling through our city every day, there's probably half a million people, mm-hmm. you know, 285, 400, all that area, and it's just gonna get more with right. um, construction, but, you know, it, it's not possible. We cannot do our jobs if we're not engaged with, with our citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, so we utilize social media to, to get our word out. We're, we're uh, working on improving that. Um, uh, we're always looking at different ways to, to um, you know, get more engaged in next door and the other ways that people are communicating without us. Um, we have our coffee with a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking that to the next step and instead of just, uh, or in addition to uh, going to the, the usual spots, the bigger coffee places, now we're taking the coffee to neighborhoods mm. 
and apartment complexes in areas that we've identified as maybe having a higher crime rate. Okay. So we'll take the areas where things are happening and we go to them. Hmm. And it's not going to be something that we bring a whole team of us like we usually do at the bigger coffee places. There's just a few of us because we want to be able to be uh, approached. Sure. And a lot of times I get it. If there's 10 of us, you don't necessarily want to go up and talk to uh, the police. But if there's a couple of us and we're your neighborhood, you know, I'm your district captain, mm -hmm. uh, then I would hope that someone could reach out to me and say, hey, this is what's going on. And, you know, the thing, I, I just had this conversation with someone that came to the precinct. You know, you talk to me, I share the information with other units like mm -hmm. our street crimes unit or our narcotics team. Um, they're not getting your information mm -hmm. unless you want me to give them their information. Right. So they're just going to go off of tips. Mm -hmm. And we have tip lines. And there's a whole number of ways that we can get information from our community. And they don't even have to get involved, so to speak, sure. as far as being uh, putting themselves at harm's way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, um, tell us where we can connect with you guys on Facebook, on Instagram, on, you know, do you guys have an email newsletter that you guys send out anywhere, you know, the website that we can, we can um, maybe share that information? Right. Well, we do, um, we just go through the city's website. So okay. it's basically, if you go to the city's website, you know, we have our own page on there. Um, we have our Facebook page, our, uh, we use, utilize Twitter. Facebook is, it seems like Facebook Messenger is always a good way for people because we're on there checking it all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so people are giving us information. Obviously, it, we have to say this out loud sometimes <laughs> that the first order of business would be to call 911. Right. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes people are putting tips on Facebook that are real-time stuff that we need to know that right sure. away. So 911 is, is the way to go. And it's the only way to go because we don't have a non-emergency number, so it's not a big deal. Right. People always uh, will say that they don't want to um, bother mm -hmm. 911 because it's not an emergency. Well, all you have to do when you call 911, it's not an emergency, is tell them it's not an emergency. Right. Uh, and they'll, they'll, they'll get somebody out to handle sure. whatever the call is in reference to, but um, we just it's just one way. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course now, uh, you know, the city has their call center, mm -hmm. which the relationship with them is, is great. Um, I mean, they, it, it's just been really good as far as what we've been able to do. And we remind people that are just coming on, look, you know, we were handwriting reports when we first started. In 2006, <laughs> that when they did have computers, yeah. you know, and we're still handwriting reports because we didn't have all that stuff, but sure. we got rolling. And, and we were we were able to, to you know, and, and I say that because, and I say this all the time about us, and it's it goes, and I can speak directly to the police department, but if you expand it out to the city, um, the, the police department, we're able to do what we do with the, because of the talent that we hmm. have. It, it's just crazy how someone comes in, and we know that this person that we just pulled from whatever agency we got him from, if they're not brand new and we say hey look welcome to sandy springs we understand you're pretty good where you're at but you're at sandy springs now mm -hmm. and you got to you know you're going to see that you're interviewing for if you go to interview for sergeant or you're going to interview for detective or a specialized unit your interview 
is against five other guys or girls that are really good too. Mm-hmm. So it just it's like when you when you imagine playing uh, a game or and you're playing with really good competition, mm-hmm. it just makes you rise up mm-hmm. to, to that competition. Absolutely. So it's just been amazing what we've been able to do with, with the guys and, and girls that we have at this police department. And and then if you expand it out, it goes to the city and you expand it out, it goes back to the community. Yeah. So, you know, think about all the people that are, that you took, you know, rub elbows with, or, you know, be it, you know, educational force or leadership, Sandy Springs or perimeter, uh, Sandy Springs perimeter chamber, all those people that you're touching base with, you'll see them again. Mm-hmm. And they're just always willing to do whatever it takes to, to get jobs done. Yeah. And it, 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 I always wonder where in the world are they getting the hours from? Because, you know, some, we got to sleep sometime, you know, so. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, and, and you're right. I mean, not just on the community side, but certainly on the business side of things and certainly the nonprofits, they're all in support just as much as the community is. If, if you think about where we're at right now, we're uh, like a block away, you know, it's an undisclosed location. You know? <laughs> That's right. We don't want, it's not necessarily a place we want people knocking on the door to, sure. to uh, tell us what's going on. But, um, you know, we're, we're a, a block away from, uh, or a couple blocks away from City Springs. Uh, right down the street is Heritage, where, you know, every, you know, several Sundays and in, in through the spring to, to summertime, you have free concerts down mm-hmm. there. And then you think about um, the schools and, you know, they're just kicked up their uh, 5K slash educational force just kicked up their 5K to 10K. So to your point where you're talking about all these, uh, you know, nonprofits and, you know, leadership Sandy Springs and society, mm-hmm. Sandy Springs society, it's just amazing how engaged the community is with with each other mm-hmm. um, and, and the things that you just kind of hear about them meeting all those different uh, players so to speak mm-hmm. uh, trying to get on the same page and working together at, for one strong goal and that is to just make Sandy Springs even better than it, what it is um, and it's just I'm glad I'm here right now yeah I mean we've we've had this period of time where we've we've worked our butts off to get to where we're at and created this time where now we stood Sandy Springs, uh, City Springs up. Um, and now we're ready, I think, to, what do they call it, the next 10. So, That's right. you know, going on to the next uh, step, north, the North End Revitalization. Uh, it's just going to be really exciting. I'm yeah. glad I'm going to be around, or hopefully I'll be around. <laughs> you know, uh, Absolutely. You know, for the next 10 years and just be part of this growth. Uh, but, you know, for us, it's just it just goes along the same line of what we're always saying. It's just our citizens are so good to us. So we just ask them to continue to trust us with what we're trying to do mm-hmm. uh, and never think about not calling us when, you know, something. I mean, obviously, that's the bottom line for us. Yeah. Um, you know, you can put a tagline to it if you see something, say something, and yep. things like that. But it truly is. We're out, we're here to serve, and, you know, it's all about making the city a better place mm-hmm. to live, to work, um, and to play. Yeah, very good. Well, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate sure. it. Sure. Absolutely. Great job.
Hi guys, Matt LaMarche here with Keller Williams First Atlanta. Hope you guys are doing well. If you have a business or a nonprofit that you'd like to see featured here, please feel free to give me a call at 678-687-4397 or shoot me an email to matt at mattlamarche.com.